Hello, hello. We are back with the third episode now of So This Is 30 Podcast. Welcome. I'm Bay. And I'm Anna. And today we're going to be just talking about how New Year's is coming up. So oh exciting. Gosh. And the end of not only the year, but end of the decade as well. So we're just going to be talking today about some achievements that we've had in 2019, mm-hmm. some of our goals for 2020, and then just like fun things to end the year with a bang. Yeah, but like I want to interject for a second because is the end of the decade, when does it start officially? Because I was kind of confused on this. Is it like 20, like 2009 to 2019? Is that the decade? It's 10 years, so it's 2010, isn't it? Yeah, but then 2010, 2020, but it hasn't been 2020 yet. Oh, uh, wait, I see what you're saying. I don't Thoughts. know. That's a good question. Food for thought, everybody. Food yeah. Thought. <laughs> I feel like I would think it was 2010 to 2020. I mean, it's a mind twister if you, like, really think yeah, about it. Yeah, it really is. That's so funny. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I'm just like, oh, decade, ten, 10 years, whatever. I mean, it's 10 years, but, like, when did it yeah. start? Yeah, that's true. Everyone is claiming it starts in 2010. I think it's 2010. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll conform for this. So think of all the things that you didn't do in 2009 okay. that you didn't start doing until 2010. Crap. <laughs> so speaking of that, what are your biggest achievements of 2019? Let's talk about those first. Okay. My biggest achievement of 2019, my biggest one has to be that artistry took me to Bangkok. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that was a, such a great trip for you. I yeah. Think. That was something that was actually a life goal. I feel like I saw all of these girls like Carly Bible, Nicole Guerrero, like all these girls that I looked up to on YouTube, like always going on brand trips. Yeah. And I was like, if I do that, my life is made. Yeah. So like, is your life made? No, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's literally exactly it. And we're going to talk about that <laughs> later about how you like kind of get to these points where you think those points are going to make you happy and then all of a sudden you get to that point and you're like oh I'm like not completely fulfilled yet but we'll yeah. get to that later guys yeah another achievement um had to be going to Europe for the first time oh yeah Europe was your first time it was my first time wow. so Donnie my husband took me to Italy for my birthday and our anniversary ah, my favorite place in the whole wide world I know oh, it was amazing I highly recommend if you want to go anywhere in Europe head to Italy it is yeah, amazing. definitely amazing. the Amalfi Coast yeah. That is, like... Amalfi Coast is, like, the most magical place on Earth. It really, really. is. And you see the pictures, it looks just like that. Yeah, it's it really It's absolutely does. stunning. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, So that was, like, such a highlight. And then going to Paris with you guys, like, with you, Haley. Yeah. It was just amazing. And, yeah. like, going for Paris Fashion Week. That like, was our first Paris Fashion Week. That's what dreams were made of. Yeah, that, <laughs> that really was. Like, that was literally our very first Paris Fashion Week, so that was mm-hmm. definitely memorable. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Getting to be able to do that with my friends was, like, amazing. I know. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, my biggest achievements of 2019, hmm, I actually had to think pretty hard about this because I don't feel like, even though I don't feel like I did a lot, mm-hmm. I did do a lot. You know when you just, like, don't realize how much you did? And I you're like, like you oh, wait, have... I did so much. Yeah, I feel like you have, like, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Where you don't feel like you're, like what you achieved was enough. Yeah, I think that's what my problem is. It's yeah. like I always feel like I just like need to do more and I just didn't, you know, I I get, and I'm like that perfect person where I like, that scenario where like I get to points where I'm like, oh, like I got to that point, but like then when I get there, I'm like, oh, like it wasn't like, it's not giving me that high that I like need. So yeah. I need to <laughs> keep going, you know? Well, that's good though, because you always want to keep doing more. You always want to keep achieving more. Yeah, that's true. So that's a good drive to have. Yeah. But you did achieve a lot this year. So let's talk about a little bit what you achieved. Yeah. So I traveled a lot this year. You did. Yeah. You went to places that like people only dream of going to. Yeah. And 
I, yeah, I traveled a lot. Let's talk about where I went. Let's yeah, see. let's talk about all the places. <laughs> so, the first trip of the year mm-hmm. for me was Bali. Yeah. I went in April. I went to Bali, and that was amazing. Uh-huh. Um, and you got to deal with Adam. Yeah, Adam and I went to Bali, and it was, we went for two weeks, and we went all over, and it was just, like, gorgeous. I mean, it was a very, very long flight, but I mm-hmm. would recommend Bali to any anyone like it has everything it has a relaxation it has like the adventure it has so many activities like um it's just like the most photo worthy place on earth to go like if you want pictures bali is the place to go because bali has like two different areas right so you went to like it's like kind of the city-ish and then there's a jungle yeah so bali has a couple of i mean it's got a lot of it's bali's big right so bali is part of indonesia mm-hmm. and so bali is actually just a small part of, of indonesia right but and, th- and then bali in itself has like so many different places like it's just huge but like the main places that people usually go and that's where i went is um a city called Simanyak, mm-hmm. and in Simanyak, it's more of like um it's more like touristy that's where like all the really good restaurants are like all the foodies go there like right. the food is incredible there um it's just like more happening there's a beach there but we didn't really do the beach, but it's very much, like, city-oriented. Like, the monkey jungle is there when mm-hmm. you, like, when you see those Bali pictures of people playing with like monkeys. Like, yeah. No, the swing is not in Simanyak, okay. no. Um, it's in Ubud. So, the next... So, then after Simanyak, we did the Gili Islands. So, okay. the Gili Islands are really cool because they're literally, like, these remote islands that you can only wow. get to, like, by boat. And... Did you go on those, like, canoe boats that they have? Wait, which ones? Where it's like, I saw them um, when I went in Aichitake. Mm-hmm. They have like these boats where it looks like a canoe, but it has like the big. Um, oh, kind of like the. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they didn't have okay. those by like Gilly Islands, but like you do take like a big, huge boat for like an hour and a half from Simiac. Mm-hmm. And then you go onto these islands, and these islands are pretty much like remote. There's not a lot of people that live there, and they right. live like very, 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 very simple. So it was really mm-hmm. cool to kind of see like very simple life like they literally live in these villages they shower like outside that's my favorite part about traveling is seeing how other people live oh yeah 100 percent. yeah and how simple their lives are mm-hmm. and i just feel like that is the most important part about travel is really the culture and being yeah. able to see all the and different you really you really got to see that in bali because the people live so differently there um, right. so it's really interesting and then um, after the Gili Islands, we went to Ubud, and that's where kind of, that's where the main, that's the main place in Bali. Right. And that's like the, I guess, jungle, but that's still a city. Uh-huh. But that's where you see like the rice fields, and you do the swing, and you, you know, you drink, um, you you drink cat poop coffee. That was like a huge experience. What? Yeah. Cat poop coffee. So it's actually the most expensive coffee in the world. And it's cat poop. And it's literally, it's a it's like a species of cat that they uh-huh. have in Indonesia. Right. And what it does is they feed it like coffee beans. I feel like you're trying to make this seem normal, but it's not. No, so it's going. so funny because while I was there, um, I didn't think it was normal. But the longer you're there and the more you see it uh-huh. and the more you like taste it, it's so normal. Wait, so you, you drink cat poop? Yeah. So Adam was <laughs> like, my husband was the first to be like, I want to drink cat poop coffee. And I was like ew gross and then he explained to me what it was and then I realized like how popular of like it was like a delicacy there like you know how you go to France you eat snails like you know weird things but like it's expensive I mean I never did either I'm just saying but like so like cat poop coffee was is a delicacy in Indonesia Mm -hmm. and they just like feed these cats like these like coffee beans and they like swallow them and then the way they digest them apparently Mm -hmm. It comes out like poop. They go into the poop and they dig out the coffee bean 
and they dry it out and they literally make coffee out of it. And I'm telling you, I know this is going to sound gross. Mm-hmm. And we actually have videos on it. We're in the middle of making our Bali vlog. So you guys will all get to see that on my channel, hopefully. And we have video of us recording this and my reaction. So you can go check that out too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, it was actually, they actually like compared like the regular coffee versus the cat poop coffee uh-huh. we drank. And we saw them make it and everything. And the cat poop coffee was really good. Was like it? it's smooth and it tastes so good. It's crazy. You don't even realize, like, what you're drinking. Like, you would never know. It just tastes like a regular, like, good cup of coffee. And then their regular, like, Balinese Uh coffee was actually, like, not as good. It's, like, more bitter and it's, like, like, a harder Mm -hmm. taste. And so that was an interesting experience in Bali. That's really interesting. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a person who tries different foods when I'm in, like, different places. Oh, yeah. Me and Adam are huge foodies. We're obsessed with food. I love it. I think it's, like, really immersing yourself into the culture. Yeah, for sure. But... I don't know if I could do cat poop coffee. You have to be pretty bold. But, like, the first time we went to a cafe, I'm not going to lie, like, I didn't do it. Like, right. Adam Adam tasted it, and he loved it. And I was like, nah, I'll just get a latte. I'll be boring. <laughs> and then as the trip went on and how many times I saw them serving it all over, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, like, a big deal here. Like, right. I have to taste it. I feel... I feel that I would. Yeah, you would eventually. It. Like, you don't, wouldn't think that you would, but then when you're there, like, we're there for two weeks, and all you're seeing constantly is cat poop coffee, cat poop coffee. You're like, fuck it. I just have to do it. I mean, they like, have, I just to have to clean to it. it. It's not just, like, they're yeah. taking a But honestly, it was so delicious. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it's good. <laughs> but so it is funny. It is actually considered the most expensive coffee in the world so now i can right. say in 2019 i was able to taste the most expensive coffee in the world so there I you go it's a great experience <laughs> but yeah so we did bali in april and then uh where else did i go where am i oh in may we went to portugal morocco and spain yeah so we did like um those three so that was really really fun we actually like went into lisbon and then from lisbon we did um, we did, like, Sintra, which is the other city in Portugal that has, like, all the crazy castles. So I got to take right. all my pictures, and the pictures from there, like, I didn't even post them yet. They're just amazing. You're like, sitting on so many photos. You're holding out from us. Oh, my God. I really am. I'm, like, I can't a, wait to I'm see I'm seriously, like, a content hoarder. Like, I feel like we keep going on all these trips, and I we take so many amazing pictures, and then I just never post them. Mm-hmm. Because I come back, and then I'm, at, I'm in, like, real life, and then I'm, like, I have, oh, New York pictures to post, and I have campaign pictures to post, and I, I have brand stuff, and... And then I never get to post the pictures that I really, really like, me and Adam tried so hard to get on these right. trips. So, like, I really have to just spend, I think, <laughs> blogger problems, like, 2020 <laughs> goals is to post my damn pictures because I have so many. Um, but, yeah, so we did Portugal, Morocco, and Spain. So nice. Yeah, it was, Those like, are just, amazing. like, amazing places. So this was, like, your year of travel, I feel. Yeah, and then I did, and then, of course, we did, uh, we did Paris. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we went to Paris for Paris Fashion Week, and that was, like, amazing. That was, right. like, a great experience. That was yeah. with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then after you guys left, Haley and I continued right. in Europe, and we did Germany, Amsterdam, and Belgium. So that was awesome because I don't think that... I would have ever experienced those countries had it not been for, like, going with Haley. Because I personally don't think that my husband would have ever really been interested in going there. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, a great experience. And that was just kind of cool. It was, like, a different type of traveling. I've never done this before. But it was more like a... It was, like, a real road trip. Like, road trip through Europe. Like, it was kind of crazy. So because fun, though. We were, like, planning everything last minute. Like, to the point, like, we were literally planning 
our hotel like the night before we were going somewhere well we would like book that trip i feel like that trip everything went wrong like your car broke down like all this shit yeah. went wrong and we need to have like a whole podcast on just like travel mishaps oh my god i know so we should definitely do that i know we really should but um, so 2019 was definitely your yeah. year of travel i feel like i always give my years a theme like going into the new year oh and, that's a good idea yeah i always do that and for 2019 my theme was adventure and I feel like I achieved that. Yeah, same here. I feel like I did travel a lot. We also did Charleston in August. We together. did. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Actually, I will say 2019 was exciting because those were the first trips we actually took together. Yeah. So that was fun. It, yeah, I haven't taken... I've never taken, like, trips with, like, girlfriends like that. So it was yeah. a lot of fun to do. So, yeah, I think that those were, like, really great. So, yeah, I think 2019 was really my year of travel. Yeah. Like, I traveled a lot in this, um, this year, so... It was. Yeah. But I also want to talk about you know, resolutions. And mm-hmm. I know that, you know, this year or any year that comes up, like when you have, when you feel like the new year's creeping up on you, I feel like you always want to make some type of resolution to either drop a habit or pick up a new habit. Yeah. Um, so I just want to kind of talk about some like fun, easy, realistic habits or resolutions okay. you can make this year, because I feel like it's so hard to stick to it. And I think the number one thing is like people make resolutions and then they just don't follow through by February. They're just like, Oh, whatever. Who cares? Like, me. yeah, it's me. And <laughs> I do honestly, it all that's so me too. Like I just don't finish anything off. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm one of those, like, yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that just doesn't, I don't, the follow through is really difficult for me. I feel like, well, yeah. And I feel that is me. And that's why I gave my years a theme because it was more realistic for myself. Yeah. So for this year, like, I have a theme already set up. But I really know that a lot of people make certain goals. And I really want to help them stick to those goals. And I know that you have some really good tips. So let's get into those. Yeah. So I will actually talk about tips first. Okay. And so I think one of the biggest tips I think that if you have a goal and you want to really follow through with it, mm-hmm. I think that two of the most important things to me are writing it down on a piece of paper yeah definitely I know that like sometimes you don't even like think about something like that but like I feel like just think like just waking up in the morning writing it down maybe starting like a journal of maybe your goals Mm -hmm. of like the year and just keeping them really simple also just doing like a very very simple and easy like step-by-step goals that you're not just going into extremes like for example my personal goal, I think, is to to definitely, and this is, like, a very common goal, and it's obviously, like, get into better shape and, like, right. start working out because, like, that's something that I really lack and, like, I don't feel like I really take care of myself in that sense. Like, I'm not very, you know, active. I don't really go to the gym. I don't really do stuff like that. You're not really wellness um, oriented. Yeah, exactly. And I would love to be more into my health and Mm -hmm. things like that so you know and it's not really necessarily losing weight but it's just like just ever since I was like I started working from home I just feel like I'm not it's I I don't want to use the word lazy because I'm not lazy as a person um but I think just like being active it's like very very easy to kind of just like fall into this like being home and not really wanting to get up and like you know move your body and things like that so just even like a simple walk like if you want to start with like going outside for a walk for an hour every morning when you wake up have your breakfast whatever have your coffee go out for a walk and I think it'll make all the difference so just taking small steps towards like your goals I think is like super important it's definitely the small steps I know I personally use tone it up and I do their daily moves oh you're so good with that I know in the morning so I just take it takes you like 10 to 15 minutes you just do the daily moves and I keep it moving because honestly I don't have time 
to do an hour workout, cardio, this and that. I can just get it in when I can. Yeah. And that works best for me. So it's just the little things that you do to start getting your body moving. Yeah, it's so true. And then the other kind of way that you can follow through with your goals is having some kind of accountability. Like I feel like accountability is super, super important because – and even if it's – and not just, like, with yourself, but with somebody, someone else. Like, mm-hmm. grab a friend who is not going to kind of, like, baby you and tell right. you, like, oh, yeah, like, you're totally perfect and totally fine. You don't have to do anything. Like, you know, you have those friends. Those that yesers. Just like, yeah, they're yes friends. They just want to make you feel better in the moment. Right. And they just kind of – sometimes you need those to, like, vent you and you just need, like, validation for things. But, like, the accountability thing for a resolution, I think that you grab a friend who's kind of more of a straight shooter. Yeah. Who's just going to tell you, like, yes, get up and do it. Like, stop being lazy. Like, stop making excuses. Because if you... Yeah. I think if you physically hear yourself making excuses to someone else, you think in your mind about how dumb and stupid your excuses sound. And you're just like, oh, wow, that was a really stupid excuse. Like, I should get up and actually do it. Like, that excuse wasn't good enough or whatever. So I think that that's, like, another um, kind of, like, way to push yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the last way I think is... Um, something called a five second rule. I heard about this recently. Yeah, I want to hear about this because I feel that I do it already, but I didn't know it was an actual study, an actual thing. Yeah, so I'm not sure who thought of it, but apparently, like, I've been hearing about it a lot. Um, and it's pretty much the idea behind it is if you want to push yourself to do something, you're kind of tricking your body into just doing it or tricking mm-hmm. your mind rather into just doing it. So, um, for example, if you're we're trying to wake up early in the morning instead of pressing the snooze button you are literally just you wake up and you're laying in your bed and you just start counting to f- uh, counting down from five five four three two one mm-hmm. and at one you just shoot up like you don't even think about it and like you're it's supposed to be like your mind is so focused on on like the numbers right. and like counting down that mm-hmm. you don't think about the fact that like oh i don't want to wake up right so you can kind of like do it with anything so like literally like if you don't want to go to the gym if you don't want to get up and go to the gym you're mm-hmm. like five four three two one okay gotta go to the gym and you just yeah. get up and just go to the gym mm-hmm. and you just do it and I think it it could work with really anything even if you have like a project you don't want to tackle yet mm-hmm. and you just kind of like trick your mind into pushing yourself I so do that your cleaning. body's already like going and you're yeah. just like oh okay I do with cleaning so yeah, there you I go. hate cleaning I hate cleaning the house I hate cleaning I just- I'm the opposite I love cleaning it makes <gasps> me feel so like I don't even know it's like I, very therapeutic for me. No, it's, <laughs> if anyone could have gotten me something for Christmas, it would have been a maid. Which, That's to hilarious. Be, uh, completely honest, I can't. I, I mean, a maid's not. I would not say no to a maid. <laughs> <laughs> I just Someone like I can't. Her up. Yeah, I can't stand it. So I'll be sitting there, and I will. But I count down from ten. I give myself five extra seconds. Yeah. And I like just go for it. Yeah. It does work though, and also setting a timer. So I'll tell like Alexa to set set a timer for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone's Alexa, oh, I said it again, doesn't go off by me saying that name. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so true. Every time I, we say the word Alexa, she's like, and we did it again. Yeah. <laughs> she who should not be named. <laughs> I tell her to set a timer for 10 minutes. And once she does that, I do things, I feel quicker. Yeah. So I'll do my entire kitchen within 10 minutes. It'll be all done. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a really good, that's a really good, like, um, way to do stuff too. Yeah. I so like that. there's a little tip, a yeah. little tidbit for you. There you go. lazy girl. I think that also, <laughs> don't want to clean. Yeah, exactly. I think the five second rule is also good for even like social, like social settings. Like if mm-hmm. you feel sometimes like, 
maybe one of your resolutions in the new year is to be like more social or network more or be more outgoing because sometimes people are more reserved and they don't want to like get to know new people things like that and I think even like especially in our world like yeah it's so so important for us to like network and go out and know people and like whether it's PR or other bloggers or because you're doing projects with people or you want to collaborate and stuff like that like it's so super important in like our industry to like know people and talk to people and things and you're never gonna get anywhere if you don't make connections exactly and like I think that I used to really be afraid of that where I had I had my blog but I was never like I guess an outside blogger, if you want to call it. Like, I was right. more of an inside blogger, I'm going to call it. Because I was a blogger, but it was, like, I really kept to myself. Where I would have my husband take my pictures. I would be behind the computer, just, like, posting my pictures, mm-hmm. posting my articles. I never went out to events. I never got to know other bloggers. I never, like, you know, went out and got to know people in the industry to get on these lists and stuff until I met you guys. Right. And then when I met you guys, I like it kind of like pushed me to like meet other people and get on PR lists and get now I get invited to events and I go to right. fashion week and things but like before I was really such an inside blogger yeah because I don't know what, what any other word to call it but I feel like that's such a good like kind of yeah and basically referring to myself and um, my business partner Haley we have a community called Exclusively Social so we started that so that girls like Bay yeah can kind of put themselves out there and get on these lists and go to these events and make those connections so I feel that that really helped really yeah I'm glad that helped you yeah for sure like I think it also took my business to like a whole new level too and so I think that also that's one of my achievements too like not just in 2019 but I think between 2018 and 2019 like in the past maybe two years I feel like my business definitely went from like level one to like level four like really quick yeah because it was like all of a sudden you're getting more brand campaigns and Mm -hmm. you're getting to know people and you're getting invited to events and then you're meeting more people that are giving you more campaigns and you're making more money and it's just like yeah kind of one of those like and that's a good goal to have too is like even business-wise, like, you want to go out and network so that you can improve your business and make more money in the next year, right? It's so true, and I feel that we, together, worked with brands yeah. that we never thought we would have worked with before. Like, we oh, worked 100%. with Sevens. I yeah. mean, that's amazing. Yeah. We did that together. That campaign just, was great. Yeah. Oh, and I think that was another. I think I feel like the more we talk, the more I think about, like, achievements. I feel like that's one big achievement that we had. We got that campaign, the three of us together, yeah. which was great. Yeah. That was amazing. It really was. And it was in Paris, too, which I also know. made it amazing. So that was like a really I feel like huge milestone too for us it was it definitely was so these are things that you guys can do by just setting goals setting intention and writing them down writing them down is I feel key even if you want to write them down in your notes in your iPhone or in your whatever phone you have you can do that I mean you or if you're a person who really wants to physically write it down go and get a cute little notepad from like home goods or like a planner like yeah I feel like planners are so cute and you have they are. stickers and things and you can get all creative with it too. exactly so you could go the easy route and just put in your iphone like me or you can go to home goods or michael's wherever you want to go get a cute planner and really make it something out of it yeah so exactly it's really whichever way you want to go but it's really just setting the intention yeah and then also accountability i feel like me having like Haley and Anna Mm -hmm. I feel like you guys were like my accountability like I had to go out and like do this photo shoot or finish this campaign or go to the city to go to this event even if I was feeling lazy because you know you I know that you're depending on me to go to this event with you so I'm like oh I'm not gonna get lazy not to go into the city because Anna's waiting for me so it's like just having that mindset of just like you don't want to let the other person down Mm -hmm. um I think makes it such a huge it does it makes a huge for sure so um yeah so I just wanted to go really quickly I found this really cool article about easy resolutions that you can make for yourself that are just like pretty 
they're not so hard, right? Like, yeah. they're achievable. They're realistic. Mm-hmm. So. And this just gets you guys thinking about what you want your resolution to Exactly. So, to sometimes maybe you don't know what your resolution could be. And maybe you want to start a new habit, but you don't know what that habit could be in the new year. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe this can give you some ideas. Yeah. And they're very, very easily easy easily achievable um resolutions so the first one is read a dozen books in the year so if you want to read more I feel like 12 books isn't bad for the entire year it's not I don't think it is um I think that you know I really need to read more oh I do too I think I read like one one book in the past like two years (laughs) same I'm really bad yeah same I'm not a reader I'm not a reader either but if that's something that you guys that a lot I feel like a lot of people set Kind of goals um, about reading. I feel like reading it just like stimulates your mind. It does. It's really good, it's for, really you. good for you. Yeah. Um, get a new pillow. I thought this one was really great because it's like we all have that pillow that like the pillowcase you never change. Yeah. Or you never wash or the pillow like <laughs> you've had the same pillow for like years and years and maybe like you know it's like the pillowcase is making you break out or you oh just need gosh. a new pillow because your neck is hurting and you just like yeah. don't do it. It's so true though. People don't wash their pillowcases. I wash mine like every other week. Oh I do too just because like my skin but I yeah, feel like same. if I didn't if I wasn't so concerned about like breaking out like I probably wouldn't think to wash my pillowcase so often yeah. or like switch my pillowcase so often so that's something that you may want to think about if you're like you know breaking out or you're having like neck issues maybe people don't think of it either no they don't they don't think that your pillowcase harbors any kind of like germs like that it really does it really irritates your skin yeah for sure or even like when was the last time you even thought about getting a new pillow like maybe your Mm -hmm. sleep will be more comfortable and you don't even know it so true yeah um sleep an extra hour each night oh, so maybe you're usually going to bed at 11 12 o'clock <laughs> I love sleeping yeah me too and like maybe try going to sleep at 9 30 and maybe your day will just like feel a lot better in the morning and you'll feel more, more refreshed energized exactly. to get those goals going <laughs> no late nights ladies get to bed um cook dinner at least once a week I think that's really okay. huge because I feel like as millennials like yeah we're always so quick to like order out or even like go out to dinner or whatever and I think that you know getting used to getting yourself into a routine I think especially when you get into like your health goals mm-hmm. I think it's way easier to stick to your health goals when you're like cooking at home a hundred percent yeah you cannot stick to your health goals by going out and getting food it just doesn't work I think that was one of my like one of the biggest things like when I got married mm-hmm. like like that Adam and I were like always and forever ordering out and it was so bad and like it's expensive too it's expensive like you gain weight it's like that's like your freshman 15 but it's like marriage 15 yeah. like I literally fell into that shit like so hard like I gained weight yeah. I was like so I was like looking at my wedding pictures like damn I was so cute and skinny and like small and then what happened like a year later I'm over here all chunky but it was because we were just eating out all the time but then like you know after a year of eating out we realized like okay we can't keep ordering out we have to like cook like yeah I went back to like my normal weight and it was mm-hmm. just naturally like I didn't even diet or anything but like yeah I think that, like, if you tend to kind of get lazy with cooking and just, like, you know, trying to order out, order out all the time, mm-hmm. it's, like, good to um, kind of cook. And if you really don't know what to cook or how to start getting into that routine, I feel like those subscription boxes are a good little start, like a kickstart. Because they do do, like, all these promotions. In the oh, you mean, year. like, HelloFresh in them? Yeah. Like, not to do them all the time because that shit gets expensive. Yeah. But, like, if you just want to do it, like, one time, like, trial basis, just so you could kind of taste new foods and get into the habit of cooking, I feel like it's a good little jump start. Yeah, for sure. Um, another one is um, stand for at least an hour each day. 
I thought this was great. Stand? Yeah. For because, an hour? Yeah. Because I love sitting. Honestly, exactly. <laughs> but that's the problem. I feel like it's such a huge thing now that like, yeah. like posture and like oh hunching over a computer or a laptop or hunching over our phones all the, time, all the time. It's so bad. And I feel it, it in my posture and I see myself in pictures where I like can't even stand straight anymore. I feel like I have such a bad posture now. Yeah. And like, I, I think that would also be like a great goal to really focus on like trying to like stand one hour each day and like work on our posture because as millennials, we're constantly on our laptops and our phones. And oh my it's God, just so I'm bad. I'm always hunched over on my phone. Yeah. I'm forever hunched over. And then, honestly, <laughs> so this bad. is, the, like, this is actually one I just thought of out of this conversation, but, like, what about, like, a social media detox? I feel like that's yeah, so good. I feel that is necessary. I think it really is. Actually, this is actually something that maybe if you are interested in doing a social media de- detox, like, I feel like this is, like, a really good one that, like, when you're on your trip... Mm-hmm stay off of social media so that's what I do personally yeah. and I didn't do this until I started getting mad I got married and I realized that when I'm on my trips all I want to do is like take out my phone and like take a story and then po and like the idea of taking your story and posting it and putting your words on it and all that stuff just posting like takes one so story time. takes so much time and then you're like oh my god like I'm totally, like, wasting away the precious time I have with my husband on this trip by, like, posting and stuff. So now, like, Adam and I got into the habit, and it's a really good habit that, like, literally, like, we just don't go on our phones or on social media at all while we're on our trip. So this could be, like, a two-week thing. Right. And, like, yeah, we have the camera, we're taking pictures, we're taking video, but we're not, like, on our phones posting. So we post everything when we get back from our trip. Which is so good. And I think it's great because then you could really be in like the present and stuff. Yeah, and I actually wrote a digital detox blog. Yes. So I'm self promoting at the moment. So you could head over to Fashion Style Foodie Digital Detox. It's on there. Yes, girl. So all the tips on digital detox are there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So not only is 2019 ending, but the decade is ending. So true. So how do you feel about that? I don't know. I just like. I mean. It's pretty crazy that it's, like, a decade. I can't believe it's been 10 years. And we'll get into it a little bit later, but we did so much. Yeah. I mean, in 10 years, of course. In this past 10 years. Of course. We went from 20 to 30. Imagine that. Yeah. We literally went from our 20s to our 30s. Yeah, 21 to 31. Yeah, like, we're completely different people now. Total different people. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, speaking of different people, these are the things that happened in the past decade. And this is why we're different people, babe. Because, number one, Instagram came out. I can't believe that. Neither can I. Like, Instagram came out in this decade. That's insane. So, there were people born in this decade who only know Instagram. That's so crazy. And the birth of Instagram came alive. But you know what's so funny is Instagram changed so much. Like it created an entire new industry. Like the influencer industry did not exist before Instagram. No. Instagram has I just feel like it just made such a huge change in it everyone's lives. It paved the way for our careers. Like, we would not be doing what we no, do right now. No, not at all. Now. We'd still be working nine to fives. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I still do. I mean, you do, but I'm just saying. You wouldn't have your blog. I wouldn't have my blog. I mean, we would still be, like, focused on nine to fives. <laughs> yeah. Girl, we know that you have a nine to five, but are you focused on your nine to five? I don't think so. <laughs> so true. It's so true. I'm focused on this. Yeah. But, yeah, and I mean, even everything that I do, like, all the travels, all of that... 
the fun stuff wouldn't happen without Instagram because I'm sent to places because of Instagram. Yeah, and the opportunities that we've got, like, there's Paris no Paris Fashion Week? We would have never. We never would have got into Paris. We've, I literally sat front row at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Never would have happened. It's crazy. Like, I, I, we've just gotten so many opportunities, and, like, I'm so thankful for Instagram because I feel like I would have never gone through, like, any no. of these experiences without Instagram. Absolutely not. So, thank you. Thank you, Instagram. This Even though Instagram. your algorithm is screwing us royally now. Literally. But thank you so much. That could much. be an entire podcast that's not Ugh, Don't even get me started, <laughs> So the iPad even came out. Voila! This little thing that I'm holding oh right God, here. This crazy. came out. I love my iPad. This decade. Uh, another thing that came out this decade, which if you're listening to this, you're a total millennial. And if you're not a millennial listening to this, you have to go Google this right now. Rebecca Black, Black Friday song. I feel like I remember this, but vaguely. Friday, Friday. Vaguely. What? Yeah. I, like, don't remember that, really. What? I literally sang you a tune. Wait, can we put it on? I mean... Google it! Oh, yeah, wait, I can. Okay, hold on. I feel like I really don't remember that. Wait, it was on the Kohl's commercial for Black Friday. How do you not remember that? I don't know. What, what year was this? 2011? Ugh, 2011, I was really busy. Uh, Doing what? I don't know. Graduating college? We didn't graduate until 20... No, I graduated in 2011. So you didn't graduate with me? No. You graduated when? 2010? No, 2012. Oh. I graduated 2011. Oh. Rebecca Black... Black Friday song. This is taking a second, because I'm literally literate right now. Well, I really want to hear I it. I haven't so. had a coffee yet, so. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. Get ready to be mind blown by Rebecca Black. I don't remember this song at all. We have to get to like the chorus. So go. We're gonna forward it, guys. Wait. I think it's right here. Oh man. I guess I was living under a rock. Where were you? I don't know. I definitely. Oh my gosh. I do not remember. Well, it happened. (laughs) It happened. It was a thing. I hope everybody else remembers it. It became a Kohl's commercial for Black Friday. That's hilarious. All right. Well, we can move on now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oh my gosh. So in 2011, we also said goodbye to Harry Potter. The trilogy ended. Oh, that's sad. I don't know. I don't think trilogy. it's tri- I think it's way longer. Isn't trilogy just like three? Or am I making that up? I feel I like know. I made that up. I don't know. I, whatever. It ended. It was done. And I was so sad because I was a Harry Potter fan. Oh, me too. I read all the books. Okay, like, I read the books. Oh, I literally read. I was like that geek that was like reading all the books. I feel like I read a few of them. I didn't read all of them. I was obsessed with so Harry So did you like the books better or the movie? Um, I liked the books better, yeah. Mm, I like the movie. And I wasn't even, like, it's so funny because I was, like, never really, like, a bookworm growing yeah. up at all. But mm. I loved the Harry Potter books. And I had all of them. It's so funny. You know what I really liked? I mean, this is off topic now. But, like, Pretty Little Liars. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like that happened in this decade, too. Yeah, Little Liars was a thing, yeah. and I read the book. Gossip for Girl that. was a thing. Gossip Girl. And I didn't watch either one of them. Twilight was huge. I was a Harry Potter person. I now. feel like also reality TV came, like, up, like, came up a lot, too. Like, yeah. Housewives of New York, Housewives of New Jersey. Like, that's what I got into over this decade. Like, yeah. I feel like... Beverly Hills. Yeah, like, my best friend and I were obsessed with watching, like, all of the Housewives on Bravo. Like, yeah. that was, like, a thing that we did. It was. I feel like it's kind of faded now. Yeah, I don't it's care for it. Good. I mean, me, like... We don't even really have cable. Like, Adam and I, like, stream everything. and Or we have, like, Netflix, HBO Go. Like, I don't even think that I, like, have watched any of the Housewives since I, like, got married. Well, speaking of reality, another thing that happened in this decade is that both of the princes got married in London. Oh, right. And they both married commoners, right? Yes. Both little, you know. And they both had kids. Yes, both had kids. In the decade. So, no one listening can be a royal princess of London. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I had a girlfriend that was, like... Dreams are crushed Oh, my God. She was, like... She's, like, obsessed with, like, Meghan Markle. And, like, just everything about her. She loves her so much. And she was, like, convinced that when she went to London, she was going to meet her. Uh And I kept telling her, like, you're not going to meet her. Like, you're just not. Uh, Were her dreams crushed? And, like, I was totally, like, crushing her dreams and I felt bad. But, like, she went to London and she, like, obviously did not meet Meghan Markle. But she was so convinced that before. She's like, I'm going to Buckingham Palace and I'm going to meet her. And I was like, okay, you do that. They're going to be besties. And, like, she did (laughs) it. So, I love you if you're going to listen to this. But (laughs) I knew you weren't going to meet Meghan Markle. (laughs) That's so funny. I feel like I'm more of, like, a Kate person. I think Kate's, like so cute yeah i think i mean i think both of them are like great i think Meghan markle is like i think they're both known for like different things yeah totally i mean zara was like not a thing until kate like really she made a name for zara yeah that's true that's i mean like people like zara but she really put it on the map yeah okay so another thing that happened in this decade is that everyone thought the world was going to end on December Oh my god, that's right. I remember that. The Mayan that calendar said yeah. the world was going to end or well, ended, but... Good thing it didn't. Well, it didn't. Lots of things here. happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> I find it so funny when people think, like, oh, the world's going to end. Okay. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, when the world ends, like, not no one's going to know about it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah, it's just going to happen. Let's just hope it doesn't happen while we're here. Yeah, literally. Um, another thing that happened this year, well, decade... Is the ice bucket challenge? Did you do that? Yeah, no, I didn't do it, but I remember it being all over the place. I participated. Yeah, you would. And I <laughs> remember when you. Well, I guess you didn't do it, so you don't know. But you would nominate people. So. Oh, that I remember too. Yeah. Yeah. So I nominated Donnie, my husband, and at the time he was just my boyfriend, and he didn't do it. So I took it in my own hands to do it for him. So you did it twice. No, what happened was we were staying in a hotel room. And I went to the ice machine, and I got the ice. And, like, this was, like, weeks later, he still didn't do his, like, challenge. Like, yeah. you're supposed to do it. I nominated you. Don't be lazy. <laughs> I'm done. So I got the ice, and he was sleeping, and I dumped it on him. And I recorded the entire thing. Oh, my God. Did he flip out on you? <laughs> no. He thought it was hysterical, actually. <gasps> I don't even know, like, oh, my God, Adam would be so mad at me. I thought he was going to be pissed. It could have went two ways. Yeah. And I recorded the entire thing. You were taking a risk, girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would not take that risk. It was so funny. And then I posted it on on Facebook. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) dying. That's so funny. Uh, Another thing that happened was the Pokemon Go craze. Oh, my God. That I remember. (laughs) My husband was playing that game. Was he? People were everywhere with their damn phones. And And then then there was, like, people that died from it. 
What? Yes! Uh, there was, like, that. a couple of people that, like, went out of their way to, like, get the Pokemon, and, like, there were deaths from Pokemon Go. That's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, that. people were playing it while they were driving, there was accidents, like, there was, it was, like, a really crazy thing. Well, that ended real yeah. quick. It's done. Yeah. Vine shut down. I never cared for Vine. I didn't either. That but was, like, um... We gained TikTok, which I love. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> hmm. Maybe so, I'll one day care about TikTok. I don't right now. Maybe one day TikTok will care about these. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So that, I guess, like, mine over. I feel bad. For, there was, like, people who were huge on Vine, though, and they didn't have any other social media presence. And it never, like, went into it. But I think some of them, Vine stars, like, I think they also didn't have YouTube channels. I feel, I, feel like, like a, I feel like a lot of YouTube celebrities came up from Vine. Probably. Yeah, so I think they were more in the YouTube realm than, like, Instagram. Yeah, I mean, that would be, hopefully, they, you know, were smart enough to do that, because that would suck. Just to lose everything. Do we know why Vine shut down? Is there a reason? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I never was really on the app. Me neither. So. I wonder why. It just. I like, mean, people, I think, just stopped using it. I think, like, people were, were more into, it. like, Snapchat, which Snapchat is, like, dead now. Yeah, Snapchat's also dead. Um, so that happened in this decade as well. Interesting. Kylie Jenner killed Snapchat. Single-handedly. Yeah, with her, with her, uh, tweet. <laughs> with her tweet. Is Snapchat even relevant anymore? Is that what she said? Something like that, I yeah. I might have made that up, but I don't even, says, like, open the app. She said something like that. That, like, killed them. I mean, I deleted my Snapchat app, like, probably... I mean, pretty recently, actually. Maybe, like, a month. I used to... What I used to do is, like, I never, like, knew if I should post on both Insta Story and Snapchat... But I didn't want to create content just for Snapchat because it's, like, stupid. Were people really following you on Snapchat? I actually had some followers. Like, I think it was the same people that followed me on Instagram anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, for a while, I would, like, post my story and then save my story and post it to Snapchat. And everything was just double, double, double for, like, mm-hmm. whoever didn't see my story. But mm-hmm. then I was just, like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? So I just deleted it. I was, like, there's no point in doing this. Yeah. I never got into it. I was, like, over it. Um, we also experienced a total solar eclipse this decade. Oh, right. That's right. And People we had to were wear outside. The, we had to wear those glasses. Gla- I remember where I was at, like, we were, I was at work and, like, we had all the glasses and stuff. And People we were all... selling fake glasses. Really? Yeah. Well, I actually, it, how ironic, we actually, I actually worked at a sunglass company at the time. Oh, that's funny. So we actually had the sunglasses. Yeah. And, like, we all went outside to, like, see it or whatever. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It was so wild. that, yeah, that happened this, uh, this year. Or, I keep saying this year, but this decade. Yeah, this decade. Whatever. Because you imagine what all this happened in a year. Oh my god. That'd be crazy. The Me Too movement happened this decade. The Me Too movement? Yeah. Why like, am I not, like... No, you you know the Me Too movement. I feel like you have to, like, like all of these women, describe things to me, and then I remember them. Because all these women were coming out of, like, you know, men were taking advantage of women for years. Oh, that movement. Yeah, so everyone <laughs> was doing the hashtag Me Too. And yeah, like, yeah. It's not I just, like, taking advantage, like, sexually. It's also, like, men taking advantage of women, like, salary-based. And like yeah. all these different, in the I feel like feminism came up a lot. It really did, and not in like a sure. weird way where it was just like pro woman everything. It was well, just, it did. So, some people took it that far. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I feel that it was more of a a movement that I personally could relate to. Yeah, that's true. So, um, like just especially being in like the workforce, yeah. and being able to relate in that like aspect, yeah, for sure. So that happened this decade, which what I feel is a really good movement. Yeah, uh, another event was the false missile warning in hawaii where everyone's phones went off saying that there was a missile headed to hawaii oh yeah and everybody had to like i remember that take cover yeah yeah i remember that and it wasn't true 
Could you imagine waking up to that? Oh my god, that would have been crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah, I remember. You think you're on vacation, but like really, a missile's coming at you. So insane. So crazy. So there were also like the weirdest thing happened this decade. And do you remember this? When people were eating Tide Pods for some reason in January of uh, 2018. I vaguely remember this. It was all over the place, and I don't know why someone would eat a Tide Pod, but they were doing it. That's gross. So that was the weirdest thing. That is weird. But also a couple other uh, businesses that were created this decade besides Instagram was Airbnb. Awesome. And Uber. Oh, my God. Right. And then Uber obviously led to, like, Lyft and led Mm -hmm. to, like, all of the other ones. Yeah. There's so many of them. And, like, Postmates. That had to come out. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, Uber Eats, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. So all of those convenient little services came up because millennials need that shit. Yeah, we really do. (laughs) Now we can't live without those things. Not at all. So another thing that happened this decade are all these slang words. So, like, every decade, every generation has slang terms, I feel. I'm so bad at this. But so I want to, like... slang words. I want to say some and see if you know what it is. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, so catfish. That is a slang term. Catfish, I know. Catfish is when... So, should I... If I know them, yeah, should yeah, I explain what it is? Okay. So, catfish is when you're, like, on a dating app and... Uh, you, somebody has a picture of themselves in one way, and then you show up to the date, and they're not and what they look, look like, yeah. or it's a different person. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. So like yeah. you're catfishing, like yeah. Whatever. And it was also like this whole thing, like it became a show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how that's crazy catfish. is that? And I used to be obsessed with that, like not obsessed with the show, but you put it on on MTV, and you could just like watch episode after episode after episode. But I feel like MTV always had like binge worthy like shows like that that were so stupid and pointless. What was the other one that was like they binge used- watching was another slang yeah. term of this like oh really this decade yeah, um, bromance. Bromance is when two guys are obsessed with each other. Obsessed. But, like, friendship-wise. Yeah, I feel like that's my husband and my brother-in-law. That's so funny. They're so weird. <laughs> uh, earworm. A worm in your ear? Yeah. That well, one I no. don't know. But, like, that's the term. So an earworm is when a song is stuck in your head. That's called an earworm? Yeah, it's called I an earworm. I did not hear of that one. Um, humble brag. It's, like, when you want to show something off, but you still want to, like, act like, oh, I don't care about that kind of thing. Like, humble. Well, I feel like, yes, and I also feel like I did it before when I was, like, check out my digital detox, humble brag. Oh, yeah, true. But, like, I feel like, you know what, just to follow up on that, I feel like humble brag totally is, like, such an Instagram thing because I feel like Instagram, like, really, like, the the whole point of it is to show off your life. Like. You know, you're showing, like, where you went, what you ate, what you got for Christmas, like, what you got for your, like, I got a new Chanel bag, I want to post it, like, things like that. So it's, like, I guess, I guess that's where probably the term comes from, right? Because, like, you're bragging, but it's a humble brag because people expect you to post that kind of thing on Instagram. Well, yeah, same thing with TikTok. I mean, honestly, one of my best videos I did on there was showing off my Chanel pin that I got in Paris. Yeah, when you unbox something luxury, like, on any social media, I feel like that's such a humble brag because it's, like... Oh my god, like everybody wants to see it because they're obsessed, mm-hmm. but it's like not not like you're showing off, haha, I have this, but at the same time, it's like, why would you not unbox your Chanel bag right. on your Instagram? Well, it's so true because it's not like I'm buying Chanel every other day. That's my very it's first just like Chanel a purchase. Thing. Yeah. It was something that I was in Paris. So it is, it's a humble brag. It's like, yes, like I'm very humble that I was able to buy this, but I am bragging because I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, exactly. So that was the term that came up in this decade. Another one is meh. 
Oh my god, I know that. I feel like we I use, use this all the we time. We use this all the time. I feel like I just use this way too much. Like meh, meh. I feel meh. I know. Meh. I can't do that today. Meh. Meh. Uh, another one is FOMO. Oh my god! So I didn't know what it was for a while. You, and wait, then, how did you not? I don't know. know. Like for a while, like people were using it. Like it, I feel like at the beginning of the when they were using it, I was like, "Huh? Like what yeah. is that?" And then I realized what it was, and I started using it all the time. And I was like, "I have FOMO." Yeah. So FOMO for those of you who don't know what it is, <laughs> is FOMO is like when you fear of missing. Out. Yeah, fear of missing out is like when you feel like you are, like something's going on and you want to like be there because you don't want to miss out on it, which happens all the time on Instagram. All the time. So Instagram has actually invoked FOMO. I oh, hundred percent. Because like all you do is see other people doing things, and you're just like, I want to do. Well, that yeah. Too. I mean, there's all these Instagrammers. They go to all these parties and stuff. I'm just like, dude, why wasn't I invited? Yeah. FOMO, like yeah. you don't want to like or like ev- like shit. events. I feel like it happens with us a lot. We're we're just like like some brand will have an event, and we're just like and, and we'll text each other go. and be like, what the hell? Why weren't we invited to that? Or like you don't know if you want to go, and then you see it on Instagram, you're just like, shit, I should have went. Yeah, those two. Like you get invited and you don't go, and then you're just like, oh, maybe we should have gone to that. Yeah, and that leads me to my next one of being salty. Oh, salty <laughs> is salty is when you are just like, like annoyed or you're just like yeah. mad, like not mad, right? It's not mad. It's no, just but like, it's like we were. If you don't get invited to an event, it's like I'm a little salty. I didn't yeah, get invited. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you're not angry, but you're just like, ugh, what the hell? A bitter. Like that. Yeah, bitter. Exactly. That's what salty is. Um and shade. Shade throwing shade at somebody is pretty much. I wouldn't even know how to explain that. Well, it's kind of like you're talking shit, but you're not. It's, it's kind not of really like, talking shit. Well, I mean, it's just Throwing like, shade is like when you do like kind of like, oh, taking a jab. I feel like that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's taking a jab. Is. Yeah. I feel like I do that sometimes. I do that too. Oh, Anna, you do it all the time. Do I? I feel like you always do it. <laughs> Out of all of us, you definitely, you definitely take the jabs. I feel like I do because it's kind of like... Well, don't, like, think that you could talk shit to me. I'm not going to jab it back at No, you. but you know what? It's so funny. Like, I will say one thing about you that's, like, hilarious. It's, like, you're so nice. But, like, if, like, you get, like, annoyed or, like, irritated by something, you'll just, like, suddenly come out of nowhere with some shit. And you're just, like, and then we look at you and we're just, like, did you just say that? Like, what? Like, where did that come from? Because you're just, like, so nice. You know what it is? Because I hold it in. Yeah. But, I like, don't like to be so mean. It's so funny, but, like, it's, when like. When my buttons are pushed, like, watch Yeah, but, out. like, you'll come at a left field with some shit, and we're just, like, whoa. Like, you're just, like, it's so funny. It's <laughs> Wait, so like, funny. I, well, I own it because I do it. Yeah. But it's totally because I bottle shit up. Yeah, no, it definitely It is. comes out of me And bottling. because I think you're, like, also, like, just very, very nice. Yeah. Where I think that me, it's almost, like, nothing I say I feel like is ever going to come out of left field because my personality is very different where it's mm-hmm. not, like, I'm not, like, super, super sweet and nice all the time mm-hmm. and then I just randomly say something. Like, that's, I feel like yeah. you are like that. Whereas me, I just feel like I'm just very straight to the point and very direct from the very beginning. So even if I say some, like, crazy shit, I don't think you're very, like shocked by it no because i feel like it's just my personality to just yeah. be like a, such a straight and mine shooter. is like just to like even if you like step all over me i'm just like oh that's okay yeah and then like one day when you step on me way too much i'm just like bitch yeah you had a cover where i'll just like be like coming at you like hard all the time like sometimes <laughs> i'm just like damn i need to calm down which or when um, Haley's like they're yelling again <laughs> Because you yell. Because I'm always yelling. I have a very loud natural. You're a little extra, which is another yeah. word I have in this decade. Extra was my favorite word ever! So, 
extra. I always use that. And honestly, not trying to do my own horn, but I feel like I was saying extra before it came, became a thing. I was always saying extra. I'll give it to you. Oh my God, I was totally always saying extra. It was so my thing. And then everybody <laughs> started saying it, and I was like, what the hell? I've been saying that forever. Whatever, moving on. Yes. Now I'm being salty. Which is another word. <laughs> Everyone's saying yes. Yeah. That was, that was so good. All the time. Yeah. So we also have this one. I don't know. I don't think I use this as much. Rando. I used a, I use it a little bit. It's just rando just means like, like random. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I didn't use at all. Goat. Okay, so I have a funny story about this. So, like, I didn't know what it was at all. And for those of you who don't know what it is, still, it's uh, GOAT is greatest of all time. Yeah. And it's refer. I think it started with, like, sports more. Mm -hmm. Like, football. Like, they would call, like, somebody, like, GOAT or whatever, like an athlete. And my husband would use it all the time. Mm -hmm. And then he did, like, a birthday shout-out for me once on his Instagram page. Like, he, like, posted a picture. (laughs) I really feel like Happy birthday, like, my sweetest whatever, whatever. Like, you're the GOAT. And I was like... (laughs) Did you just call me a goat? And I was so mad. And I was like, why did you call me a goat on your Instagram? Like, that's stupid. And I was, like, so, like, just, like, mad about it. And then he was like, babe, goat is greatest of all time. I was like, oh. But then I was like, but people that don't know what that is, like me, are just going to think you're calling me a goat. Like, take that shit down. Like, I was so mad. It was so funny. But, like, (laughs) yeah, it was just, like, Adam definitely was up on that word way before I was. So. (laughs) That is hysterical. That's really funny. Uh, let's see. We also have hangry. And this is something that happens to me. It happens to Bay. Oh, it happens to me, yes. It happens to Bay a lot. Yeah. It happened to both of us at the same time in Paris. Oh, yeah. And it was not a great mix. No, we were not. We were just mean as yeah. hell. To, <laughs> we like, really each mean. other. We were just like, man. Yeah. But I feel like I do get hangry a lot because I, I just feel like, because generally just, I mean, you guys will probably hear this a lot, but, like, food is very important to me, and... Oh, it is, like, up there. You know how people have, like, their little tiers? Like, food is, like, definitely up there on Bay's tier. Oh, yeah, 100%. Food is, like, one of the most important things. Like, obviously, like, food comes after Adam, but, like, food's, it's like, really, really up that. there. <laughs> Another word is bougie. Bougie. Yes. I love that word. Yeah. We're bougie, a little bougie. Bougie is, like, high maintenance. Yeah. I, I feel like we're a little bougie. Yeah, I'm pretty... I feel like I'm... I feel like... I feel like we're a mix, though. We're, like, down to earth, but we're... Yeah. We could still be bougie AF sometimes. Well, yeah. Is AF a slang word? Yeah, that happened this decade. Duh. AF. If anybody doesn't know what AF is, it's as fuck. So, yeah. it's anything as fuck. Mm-hmm. And that definitely was <clears throat> this decade. Another one is the word bay, and not, like, the bay I have here. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, I have a funny story about that, is within this decade, I went on, like, a trip to Egypt, kind of like how, like, um, kids go to Israel for, like, their birthright trip. Yeah. We, like, did this trip. It was, like, all of, like, the Americans, like, in america i guess they go to egypt oh really like, is egyptian- that where the americans came yeah. from america Shut up. <laughs> um like egyptian americans i guess because i don't want it to be like oh it's a trip of egyptian like egyptians that live over there like it's all of the kids that are egyptian that live here of egyptian descent in america exactly that's there what i'm trying go. to say thank you i got that. um so we went on this like trip it was like 60 kids or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like it was actually in 2010 so it was literally oh, right wow. when that song came out yeah um like like that they were saying like bay and what was the song again i don't remember i don't know it was like some rap song that's how bay came about yeah and literally i would walk into the room and it was like that song was like on it's like people were like 
always singing it. Like, it had just come out. And I would walk into the room and everyone would sing it as soon as I walked into the room. It was so, <laughs> so annoying. annoying. And, like, even now, like, if I go to Starbucks and I say, like, they'll be like, oh, what's your name? I'm like, Bay. And, like, I remember one girl at the airport. Oh, it was at the airport with you guys in and Paris. Charleston. She was oh, like, yeah. and, or maybe it was Charleston. And she was like, wait, your name is Bay? As in, like, Bay? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, that is so crazy. And she was, like, so, like, excited in- excited and infatuated with the fact that my, she's like, that is such a cool name. And I'm like, well, actually, my name is Bay Ann, but, like, we could just, like, continue talking about the fact <laughs> that my name is Bay, sure. But it was just really funny. That is funny. Um, moving to the next one, though, it's receipts. Receipts? Yeah. Like, I got the receipts. Like, Kim Kardashian pulled the receipts on Taylor Swift this decade. I feel like I wasn't up on that one. So it's your, like, text messages. Like, you know when someone's like, I didn't say that. It's like, bitch, I got the receipts. Yes, you did. Oh, oh my God. I feel like I never, I don't think I've, like, caught up on that one. Yeah, that was big this uh, this decade because everybody has the receipts. Um, lit was another one from this decade. I didn't really use it, but, I mean, a I didn't lot really of either. Did. I feel like the word, like, kind of bothers me. You know people have, like, words that bother them? Yeah. Like, lit is one of them for Yeah, me. it's just, like, whatever. Uh, feels. Oh, all the feels. All the feels. Yeah. I said that when I tried on my wedding dress, actually. Really? I, like, I put on my wedding dress, and it was, like, my mom, my mother-in-law, my sister, and my two cousins. They were there with me. And I put on my wedding dress, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this dress gives me all the feels. And they all kind of looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, I just, like, it just, like, gives me, like, all the feels. I, like, yeah, like, all it. the feels, it's, like, all of the feelings all wrapped in one. Yeah. You can't describe all the feelings it gives you. It's I just couldn't. All the feels. It was just all the feels, and that was the dress I got. Yeah. Another one is flat. I never oh, used it. Flex in this decade. Yeah, I never used it really. I wasn't into it. Yeah, I didn't either. But people are flexing their shit like cray cray. Uh-huh. Um, cray cray is another one. Yeah, Debbie Downer. Oh, I use that a lot. Debbie Downer. Yeah. Like if you're pretty much excited about talking about something, and then somebody just comes in and like shits on your parade. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Like they're a Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. There's so many though. I feel like we could have an entire podcast on like the terms of people that there are. Yeah. Like Susans and Karens. Oh, Susans and Karens. That's a whole episode. Susans and Karens. So. And Debbie's on my. <laughs> uh, shook. I use this one a lot. Like, yeah. That, I was shook. Yeah. I mean, I don't really use it that often, but I feel like it was like a really big one. I got too. into it. At first, I was confused, but then I got into it. I feel like Anna gets into like trends more than me. Yeah, because I'm like trendy AF. Yeah, you're like trendy AF. <laughs> Don't be jelly, which is another <laughs> one on the list. I feel like I use that one a lot too. Jelly, yeah. I use that a lot at the beginning of the decade. Whatever. I'm more of a classic girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have also adulting. Oh, adulting I use a lot. Adulting is just You know much... why we used it a lot? Because we did it this decade. Yeah, I know. We adulted AF. Oh my god, we really did. Like, in the past, like, four years, we adulted hard as fuck. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, thirsty. That bitch is thirsty. Yeah, I mean, I didn't use it much, but thirsty was a big one. Yeah, I didn't either, but yeah, it was a big one. Um, ghost. Ghosting somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have used that before because I think I've ghosted a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a ghoster. So ghosting is like when you just disappear. You just like fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. That was like a big one that people were using. On brand. 
Oh, wow. That was, like, very, like, in our industry. It was. It was just, like, having your own brand and everything's on brand and your color scheme and your logo and your Your aesthetic on brand. Yeah. My feed is on brand. Yeah. (laughs) My life is on brand. Yeah, literally. So on brand. That's what it is. This is, this right now is on brand. (laughs) It really is on brand. (laughs) Uh, Low key. Yeah. Low key, low key, you should really Low key, I use that, I think I use that in a couple Instagram captions, like, I low key want to go out in this outfit, but I'm not going to, like, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm looking cute, and I low key want to go out. Yeah, people use it low key But not really want to go out, you know? Yeah. I'm, like, low key smart, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Dead. And to conclude this list, we have the word mood. Oh, yeah, duh. Oh, Big my God. mood. Big mood. So, Always. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know mood, I'll let Bay explain it. Mood is just, like, it's just, like, a description of, like, how you feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it could be described in, like, any way, like, in, like, a meme or a picture yeah. or, like, just anything. You're just, like, ugh, that's just a mood. Like, yeah. it's just, or even, like, in an aesthetic or in, like, a party or, like, anything. Could be, like, a mood. Yeah. I feel like 2020 is going to be a big mood. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is your most memorable experience through this decade? To, like, close out this entire podcast. My most memorable experience in this decade was meeting my husband. Yeah. Yeah. I met him you guys, in 2015. Yeah. You guys met this decade. Yeah. I met him in 2015. And then, obviously, another huge one was when he proposed. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2016. And then when we got married in 2017. So, like, just, I think 2015 through 2017 were, like, my, like, highlight of my life. Because I met him. And then he, he just did this, like, grand proposal. And yeah. that was, and then that was, like, a whole year of just planning my wedding. And then having my shower and my wet like that was just like the highlight of like I think my yeah. decade for sure yeah. getting married mm-hmm. I already knew Donnie uh we met the decade before this one so my big highlight was him actually getting down on one knee and proposing oh so he did that uh two and a half years ago yeah so took a while yeah because we got married at the same time yeah we got married the same year that was obviously another like big I think we also turned 30 this year we turned 30 this decade well this decade sorry right so I mean this decade held a lot of memorable experiences for both of us yeah and it was just a decade filled with like life moments yeah it really was it really was I mean I started my blog this decade. I opened and closed a bakery this decade. Yeah. I, I quit my 9 to 5 job to do my blog full time this decade. Right. So we're going on 2 years now. Yeah, making, I I started my community this decade. We started this podcast. We met this decade. We Hello, met. our friendship. We did we achieved a lot in this decade. We did. And we graduated from LIM in this decade. Yeah. I paid off college in this decade. <laughs> I got jobs and quit them in this decade. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that whatever goal you have set for 2020, um, I wish you all the best. And I hope yeah. that you take um, some of our tips to make life a little easier for you and your goals a little bit easier for you to achieve. And, you know, just like a last note, don't ever feel like you need to get to a certain point in order to make you happy like you should be happy first mm-hmm. and always you know have intention more than expectation like have an intention set a goal but if you don't get to your goal it's not the end of the world and it shouldn't make or break your happiness that's so true yeah. and i want to just leave it on that note because you said it so well thank you so much so <laughs> happy new year everybody and we will see you guys in 2020 bye